0: Manimal here. It's Friday, July 7th, and today on Texas Rangers with the Boys, Kevin and I, we're going to update the AL West standings, but from there, it's all Rangers. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the Boys.
1: And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the Boys. We are the Boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. we wrestlers who love Rangers baseball, and we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day, this is your boy Kev, aka YBK Kevin Frazier. You can follow me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. You can also follow social, follow Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTV. And don't forget to check out our website TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. the boys.com. Oh, one word. And joining me, the Twitter warrior himself, the three hundred pound animal, aka oh. Bull. How are you doing today? And and, and where can they find you on social?
0: Oh, Oh, well, (laughs) first of all, make sure you're looking at your social medias to make sure you're on the right ones. (laughs) That's one thing right (laughs) off the bat. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm doing okay over here. Uh, I'm, I'm hanging by a thread with hope but that'll be okay. Yeah. That'll be okay. Yeah. Also, also Sam, I love your content. Uh, don't, don't be mad at me. It was, uh, <laughs> I wasn't trying to strike a nerve or anything like that. Uh, no, I still, no. I still am going to definitely enjoy your content and, uh, look forward to the next, the next encounters. But, uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, uh, manimal bull Instagram, manimal 300. And, uh, TikTok hmm. and Facebook, uh, Bull pro. So, whatever your favorite platform is, uh, find me on there, and let's start talking Ranger baseball.
1: So, you still are you still doing the TikTok?
0: I haven't seen a TikTok, man, minimal TikTok in a while, man. Yeah, it's so hard, like, to do anything. Yeah, like, I mean, like I just I, from the time I get up until the time we do this podcast, I'm, like, swamped with Christy stuff. Yeah, yeah. If people don't understand what it's like being a caretaker. It's out of control. I mean, I mean it in the most loving way, too. Of
1: course, Whatever it's that a means. lot of work. Yeah, of- yeah, yeah. There, there, there's that Rangers commercial where the lady like puts her uh, puts her husband in check. You know, she's a caretaker. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, she's like, yeah, it ain't it ain't like that every day, y'all. Yeah, no, I I get it. She's
1: like, no, you're going to make coffee and you're going to do You're going to work out in the yard if I'm going to be your caretaker. But I'm not sure if that's how it really goes. But um, I know it's not that way in the animal household. But uh, anyway,
0: whatever she says pretty much goes. I'm just, you know, busy from the time, you know, from the time (laughs) from the time it comes up to the time it goes down, you know.
1: Yes. Oh, well, I know what it means to. That goes because that's definitely as well. So uh well let's let's talk about baseball because that's what we're here to do, just having a little keep the mood light uh with uh with probably the, the the hands a little closer in Rangers Nation to that panic button, but we are the panic button here at Texas Rangers with the boys because we do have some good news for you. The Houston Astros lost. So therefore yeah. that that heart-wrenching, heart-wrenching loss uh last night by the last night by the Rangers. Uh, really doesn't do that much harm. Let us know that we definitely need to make a few moves uh, for pitching's sake. And as we said from the very beginning of this podcast, you just can't ever have enough of it uh, in the bullpen, in the rotation. You need pitching and to win championships, you got to have it. The Rangers have a, probably one of the best lineups that this team has ever had, which is saying a lot because this is a team that's known for having, you know, of all time uh, in their, in their lineups. And, you know, but pitching has not always been the thing. And, and that's what we, we are going to need to win this year. And they, they, they did what they could, but I think they're going to have to do some more.
0: Well, and uh, you know, you said it, you, we were talking earlier and you were talking about Matt Moore and like the idea of paying, spending, you know, 7 million on Matt Moore was like out of the question. Uh, you know, like I'm in, like, how much are the Rangers? You know, like, are they are they going to be looking more? I mean, it's got to be in the trade market now, right? I mean, because there's nothing really down. Mark Church was good tonight or last night. If you want to look at the, you know, a guy in the farm that's really kind of been pretty good. He's got an out pitch that can get major leaguers out. Um, but I don't know that you, you want to go to a guy that's going to be a rookie coming up. Uh, but uh, but again you know that that's been the case sometimes in the past uh you know mm-hmm. a guy like Wayne Wright who we you know we talked about yesterday might be you know done well he started in the bullpen getting out so you know mm-hmm. i mean like i don't know exactly if they're going to look at like an Owen White type for the bullpen to to get some outs there um or or Cody Bradford or something like that, but I don't think so. I think they're trying to keep those guys in the rotation to get them starts, and they're going to go somewhere to get. Um, well, probably. I mean, you got to think they going to. They need a starter and at least mm-hmm. at least two bullpen hands.
1: Yeah, two I don't bullpen disagree. hands
0: where you don't have to go back to Spores if he gets you out of something. In like the if if you're you need to go to him in the sixth. Like they did tonight. You don't have to ask him to go back out in the seventh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. he gets you no, ear no, out. I think You don't these ask
1: guys, that. He's been stretching these guys and it, there's a, he has a purpose behind it. Um, but, you know, one other thing to bring up, and we talked about the rookies, you know, rookies, uh, not all the time. I mean, Grant Anderson has been, he's a rookie. He's been, you know, pl- pleasant surprise, but he's had his struggles. Every rookie that have like some bumps in the road almost always no matter how promising of a prospect they are and i think if we're gonna bring those guys up and we're gonna take chances on them i think earlier is better than later because you don't want to throw these guys right in the middle of an october you know pennant pennant yeah, race absolutely
0: or that, don't call
1: it anymore but the well, earlier the better to, with those guys you know
0: and i and i think like with grant anderson and those guys you know you got to know what you're looking for at the deadline you got to know if you're looking for Two arms, three arms. What? What all you're looking for? How sure do you need to be? I mean, they've already gotten one piece, but I think they probably need two more relief pieces, at least, at least two more. Because I mean, it wouldn't hurt anything if you know some of the young guys weren't up in the big leagues right now. Uh, it would. It would help things, honestly, if they were. They got you know nothing. They need to get nothing but stronger in the bullpen. They got. They got to get one more strong starting pitcher. And I think at this point, it's got to be somebody that's at least as good as Nathan Ivaldi.
1: Yeah. I think Nathan Ivaldi has to be kind of the, the the measuring stick. Like he has to be that good or better. Yeah. I, I I just, I just believe that if you're going to, if you're really going to have a strong run and and the reason in, in guys like the reason the Rangers are in this situation is most likely because they didn't expect to be here uh, and and again, I think they expect it to be better, but I think right now, you know, they're in a position where, you know, this is best, everything right now that's happening is best case scenario. And we have, I'm going to say it like this. We have the privilege of shopping around and, and being buyers at this, at the trade deadline this year, which is not something that I don't think we, I know we both kind of predicted, you know, 85, maybe 85, 90 wins. I can't Mm -hmm. exactly remember, but, Nobody was expecting the Rangers to be leading the division all, all season or up to the all-star break, uh, and, and cross your fingers that they still will be. But um, it's a good spot to be in, and, and I'm, not, I'm not freaking out right now. I just think, like I said, there's a, there's a lot on the table. I think that, that Bruce Bochy has really fought hard to find out what he's got with the guys that he has. And we've taken some, I believe, on purpose, taken a few lumps that maybe we didn't have to take that you might not see us have might not see him do that um, as the season kind of as the season kinda of goes on and we we start things start getting tighter and tighter uh, yeah. down the stretch.
0: Well and I think they're yeah, I think you're absolutely right there. I think he's trying to find out what he's got and uh, they're they're finding out that they do need some pieces. And we knew that we knew this from oh oh my gosh, I'm in December talking about relief pitching. Knowing that they were going in with their three best relief pitchers were going to be Leclerc, Brock Burke, and Jonathan mm-hmm. Hernandez. Well, one of those guys is in the minor leagues, and the other two guys are on the losing side of the bullpen right now. Yep, yeah, those yep. were the guys yep. that we that we were talking about that they were counting on. You know, I mean, yeah. so we yeah. we knew they were going to need bullpen help from.
1: Well, oh in gosh, and we come ex- back in we expected- December. <laughs> Well, Hey, you know what? And I'm going to, and, and you brought up Matt Moore earlier and I took a screenshot and sent you his numbers a little bit earlier today because like, I, I wanted them to bring him back. Like, you know me, I'm kind of a little bit of a sentimental. So like when you sign a guy like that, like you give him a, excuse my voice there. But when you give a guy a chance and like, he goes out there and proves him, like don't make somebody else proves himself. Don't make somebody else reward him. Like, like reward him there, like, like do it here. And and again, I'm not saying Matt Moore would be the answer to the question. I mean, the answer to all of our problems, but I think, I I just think some of the, you know, I think there was, there was obvious room for regression with Brock Burke this year. I think last year he, he just kind of like played out of his mind. And I'm not saying that he won't get back to that, but there's almost always a natural regression with these bullpen guys, especially when they kind of have the season of their life. Well, um, and,
0: and yeah, and they're so year to year. and We talk about that mm-hmm. all the time and how, how like when you're talking about when you're talking about bullpen guys, you have to realize that those guys, you know, I mean, not everything. Look at I mean, poor John King tonight. He gave up two balls in a row that they beat right into the ground that just happened to hit the right part of the out in front of home plate that bounced 25 feet in the air. You know, I mean, he made made great pitches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he made great pitches. They beat the ball straight into the ground. And what should have been outs, I mean, ended up being, you know, infield singles. And, I mean, John John King pitched better than what he deserved for sure tonight, I mean, or last night. So, you know, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, uh, that stuff can happen almost on a nightly basis for a bullpen guy.
1: Yeah. So let's, real quick, let's, uh, we, we've kind of, we can probably talk bullpen all night. One more quick bullpen note before we have some other really good news on the, but Joe Barlow goes down. And then as we saw last night, Jose Leclerc activated. Leclerc, yeah. you know, Clark, Leclerc didn't look terrible.
0: No, he but
1: where he looked, he looked freaking dominant, but. Do we trust him?
0: <laughs> no, I, I mean I, that's it's one of those situations where I mean I I trust him more than I trust Joe Barlow. Yeah. I mean well, Joe Barlow couldn't get Barlow right since Barlow came back from his kidney stone IL stint. I mean, I don't think he got an out.
1: Man.
0: I man, but there were definitely lots of outings that he had where he didn't get out. So I trust him more than I yeah. trust Barlow. Uh, uh, if But they still, I mean, you know, Jason Foley, Jose Cisnero, Daniel Bard, Brent Suter. There's guys out there that Kendall mm-hmm. Graveman, Carl Edwards Jr. I know he went on the 15 or he's on the 15 day, but I mean, he's, he's, he's about to come off. I mean, right at the time where the Rangers are going to Washington, I mean, you know, this is a former farmhand. Maybe he comes back and helps the team, you know. Uh, but he's yep. he's got a fastball. He could throw off speed stuff that that is out pitches and, and he gets out. And that's why I'm in. I would love to have a guy like Carl Edwards back here that, that gets out. But there's lots of guys. Colorado's got guys. Chicago's got guys. The Nationals have mm-hmm. guys. I mean, there's guys out there. And there's teams that are losing that wouldn't mind having a couple of young cats for some of these relievers or pair them up with a starting pitcher that can, that that can bring a haul.
1: Yep. Love it. Love it. Well, some good news on the Rangers front, uh, the heen dog. Uh, There's so many things that I could say here that like would be like where I'd be trying to be funny and it would be inappropriate. So I'm just going to say, you know, the congratulations dog has to Congrats. him.
0: Yeah, on, <laughs> on the birth of his uh, baby girls, two, two yes. twin girls. As far as, <laughs> as far as all reports, everyone is he- healthy and happy, and uh, the the Heen dog should make his scheduled start this weekend uh, in, in DC.
1: Yeah, these guys are these guys are tough, man. They're 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 barely even off for a week and they're back at it. So, congratulations, Andrew Heaney um and i think it's time to pay some bills and talk about uh speaking of a couple of things upcoming we got a couple things coming up here in july that uh just kind of have crept up on us the first one being uh ultra violet dreamers
0: yeah we've got a big show at the Southside preservation hall um fort worth texas just south of downtown um i want to say that's uh like the historic Fairmont section of Fort Worth. If I'm not mistaken, I can't be a hundred percent sure right there, but I think that's where that is. But anyways, uh, uh, long story short, uh, Friday, July 28th, ultraviolet dreamers, Southside preservation hall. The card is shaping up nicely. There's the big eight person intergender tag match. We've got, uh, um, I, I, I've got to believe the, the strangler Chris Morrison will be on the show. I like that guy. He's, uh, um, he, he's, he's tough. He may not be real smart, but he's tough.
1: You know <laughs> what I'm
0: saying? Like, he's like the man, we, we ain't smart, but we're tough. And anyway, yeah. uh, but, uh, uh, the man will be out there. He's got, I, I, that guy, I'm not sure who that is, but he's a good, he's, he's got, uh, he's got his hands full with Avon Axel. Um, and then not to mention the big matches on top, uh, Brick Savage versus Justin James and Damo McCullough defending that Trinity River Heritage title against uh, Angel Camacho. So that's going to be a big-time matchup. And uh, that, those, are, those are a bunch of big-time matchups on a good show. Uh, not only will there be wrestling, but you got to mm. know there's going to be mm. Kelly's Onion Burgers out back mm. making burgers. Starry's ice cream with the uh with the treats so get you one of those and then uh if you you, I, you know the beer people the beer folks from yeah Martin House Brewing they're good people over there at Martin House they let us come run wrestling shows in their in their uh at their venue and uh, when when we don't run wrestling shows at their venue Uh, They pack a bunch of beer up, send it over to the Southside Preservation Hall and give it away to you people for free. If that isn't worth the price of admission alone, the free Martin House beer, because, you know, they're going to have beers that taste like, uh, you know, ice cream and all kinds of crazy stuff. And then they're going to have beer that tastes like beer. So, so, you know, get on over. (laughs) We get on over to the Southside Preservation Hall, July twenty eighth, because Ultraviolet Dreamers is going to be a big show, and you don't want to miss it. And I know there'll only be standing room by the time by the time seven thirty rolls around on Friday, July twenty eighth. Yeah, I know it's a seven o'clock bell time, but by seven thirty, all those chairs will be full.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be packed. It was loud in the house that that last show, so I'm sure it's gonna be loud and ruckus again on July twenty eighth. So, um, we got to talk about it, right?
0: Oh, man, Lord, it. The, what the 10 6 Rangers box score from last night? Yeah,
1: that, yeah, I, I think that was one of, one of the worst uh, half innings that the Rangers have had, uh, probably in the last half a decade, as far as pitchers in an inning, and since in four years. Uh, it just was not was not good. Uh, I felt like yeah. the game over. Uh, all in all, it was kind of your kind of typical Rangers game. And then Ievaldi uh, wasn't quite as sharp as he normally is, but he just had an inning that man just it all fell apart for that bullpen. And it's, Whoa, it's hard to knee jerk too hard on this one because that doesn't happen very often. It just kind of seems like a microcosm of what. Of what we've struggled with all year with
0: this team well and uh, you know when you're hanging on by a thread sometimes sometimes you got to start back over from from rethreading. you know i mean because last night was like a team bullpen that was hanging on by a thread and that thread broke and the floodgates opened and it's almost like I mean I know you can't go back to the drawing board at all because that's not that's not possible. But you mm-hmm. know, CY has got to make some things happen in this next month while the before the trade deadline, and they've got to add you know bullpen bullpen pieces because Spores is kind of overworked right at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anderson I I like Anderson and I think Anderson at some point is going to be a a good bullpen hand for the Rangers um but I think uh he was kind of there wasn't a whole lot of film on him when he first came up to the big leagues and then by the time everybody kind of got the the film on him and and saw what he kind of brings delivery wise uh you know, he's been getting hit around a little bit. Not hit yeah, – you know, nothing too – Well, you know, I think with hitting. Anderson
1: too – Well, just to, just, to, just to add on him because one of the things that when he came up that really made him stand out when he came – when he would pitch was he, he commanded the corners of the strike zone and his ball moved so much that, like, he'd throw a pitch that looked like a strike that, you know – was not necessarily either a striker was just hitting the corner. So he had a lot of command. And if he's staying out in the middle of the plate, uh, he's not, he's not going to be any good. Like that's just, he just doesn't have the velocity for that.
0: Really. No, and he's not, not to stay in the middle of the plate. Yeah, no. And and he's not getting the swings that he was getting just off the plate. Now that he was getting Mm -hmm. early and, and that happens, you know, I mean, and and he's going to have to make adjustments and he, and, and i believe that he'll he'll he will make adjustments and uh you know in the second half there's there's a chance that you know it's still going to be a rough year for him this year because he's he's a rookie and it's tough but i mm-hmm. think in the future you know like th- these are things that he can work out and you know and, and you know look bullpen hands we've seen a million of them you know what i'm saying yeah. i mean i'm not saying that grant anderson isn't isn't uh a good hand. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that we've we've seen guys go by the way mm-hmm. wayside a million times and and but it, you know, I'm not ready to give up on him just yet. Uh King, you know, like we talked about earlier, he just had some of the worst luck um uh, mm-hmm. you could possibly you know you could possibly ask for. Um and then LeClerc three K's over over, you know, an inning and a third and uh, the other was just a little line out to short, uh, but it, it was well, just a, rough. one more thing
1: too. One thing, and again, I, and maybe I'm fanboying right now on Grant Anderson, but I also think though the one thing we do know about Grant Anderson that 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 was actually probably why he's still where he he's still with the squad is we have seen his ceiling. I mean, he does have a a, a ceiling that is pretty impressive with when he can get his stuff together. Uh, he definitely has a higher, high end. And, and I didn't expect that, but, um, and, and weird all one more, one more thing, kind of scooting back to the bullpen and, and guys, you know, we had talked about Alex Spees, and I think, I think that bringing him out, bringing him up to uh, bringing him up late in the season might not be a good idea, but you know, he's somebody I thought about when we were saying like, you know, well, if you're going to bring up the younger guys, you got to get them up early because you don't want to throw them just these rookies or these young guys right into a, a pennant chase and he's a guy that i think if you're gonna if you're gonna get something out of him this year you're gonna have to get him up early Mm. to get him because he hadn't pitched like in anything close to the what he's what he's going to be getting into at the major league level this year
0: well the difference between him and most guys though is he throws 102 miles an hour yep that's the biggest difference yep. between him and everybody else in the, I mean, really in the Rangers part the organization. System. Yeah. And the organization, <laughs> just, just like, call uh, it what it is. <laughs> I and, mean, uh, and, and, you know, 94 mile an hour slider and, uh, and he's working on a cutter and, uh, through, through nothing but cutters the other night in, in, uh, Las Vegas. And, um, you know didn't throw didn't throw his best out pitch the whole night and still went two innings and just gave up a couple of runs and mm-hmm. uh, and and still looked pretty good whenever he was throwing fastball cutter uh so i think they're trying to figure out what they've got with him and see how many uh you know they if they can go fastball cutter slider or if they can go you know because the slider is still his best pitch for sure mm mm-hmm. mhm uh, so yeah. we'll just kind of, we'll just kind of keep monitoring that. But if there's anybody that like the, he's the exception, not the rule, I think it's speeds because he, he has 102 in his pocket.
1: Yep. And, and when did, how did the Rangers get him? Where, where did he come from? Was he just, he was, a he was a draft pick. He
0: yeah, was a draft pick and um, he had, he had gotten to as far as double a before and he mm-hmm. uh, had some had, was having some issues, control issues mostly. Um, quit the game of baseball. Was coaching high school last year uh, in his hometown. Was co- and the kids there because I mean he's only twenty one years old, uh, mm-hmm. twenty two or twenty four years old, something like that. You know, coaching high school baseball at 21, 22, and they like the kids encouraged him to go back. So he called the Rangers and asked him if they would be. Uh, interested mm. in bringing him mm. back and they're oh like 102 yeah okay yeah and i mean i i think <laughs> i mean i remember like you know seeing him at, at the first day at frisco and thinking man like opening night at frisco and saying man i hope this kid gets it back together and and he really has and he was i mean he's been really good this whole season and and you know like i said he he has that he has that exception stuff not the rule stuff so if there's one rookie that you can slow roll through the minor leagues and bring onto the 40-man at the end of the year and, and get production from it, he's the guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And, and I, but I just think he's a guy that, like, I, I just can't imagine why we wouldn't see him at some point this year unless the Rangers make some major upgrade uh, yeah. to the open. But uh, I, I, brought, I brought up Spees and asked you where he was drafted. I don't know if you could see what I was doing there.
0: Uh, but, Oh, some, you were, some... <laughs> you, you didn't want yeah. to, you didn't want to talk about, uh, Seeger's home run and, and, oh. uh, I mean, we didn't even well, talk didn't about talk the about. offense at all. You know, we got so, t- so much talking about, uh, the bullpen and how much of the struggles that they've had that we kind of didn't even talk about the offense. And, you know, it was well, good. Was but, like, I mean, Let's come back. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, let's do this. Yeah. And, and uh, Uh, you know, Nate Lowe, he, he, he had a double and it was, you know, I mean, you got it, but it's always pushing something over somebody's head into the corner or something like that. I mean, you don't see, you haven't seen Lowe hit the ball with authority in a while and and Simeon's in like an, an O for 20. Uh, he's been, he's been brutal the last several weeks or I mean, the last several games, uh, lowe has been kind of hard to watch hit. Uh, Garcia has been okay. Um, drew some walks tonight. Had a big double. Scored some runs. Young, I mean, he, he's been consistent, uh, but he still he's got to cut back on some of that swing and miss, and 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 that's still that's still a problem for him. Uh, Heim's been really consistent. Duran's been really consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grossman uh, again. I thought uh, tonight he had a really professional at bat when they needed a run where he hadn't seen a strike all day long. He walked on four pitches, then got ahead on 3-0. So he knew he was going to get something middle-middle. And, I mean, he didn't go yard, but, I mean, it was pretty close. But, I mean, it was a big-time sacrifice fly, I thought, just because, like, it was a real veteran move. Like, hey, I'm going to get middle-middle. I'm going to see if I can give it a ride right here. Worst-case scenario, I get a run across the board and we get on the board and we get going. And I thought that was a yeah. professional at bat. Um, some mistakes by uh, uh, Boston led to some runs. Uh, Garcia, some heads up base running uh, on a ball that Kike Hernandez couldn't hold on to. And he took, uh, took the plate on it. Uh, then it some good at bats from Haim. I thought he had a couple of really nice at bats. Uh um, and then Tavares, I thought he had one really nice at bat, uh, after Duran took second on an overthrow. And, uh, but th- there were good moments at the plate. And, uh, yeah, and I, uh, you know, I mean, it's not like this team isn't hitting, it's not like this team isn't scoring runs. I mean, they scored six runs tonight, they were in the lead going into the seventh inning with their guy, you know, the guy that they wanted out there. So, um, you know. It doesn't happen that way every night. and You know, it happened to Will Clark a couple of nights ago. And tonight, or last night, it happened to Will, uh, 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 Will Clark. Josh Spores. Josh <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Will Smith. I'm sorry. I had to. It Smith. was there. I took it. Uh, it happened to Will Smith the other night. And it happened to uh, Josh Spores tonight. But, you know, it happens. and But the Rangers' bats, I mean, they had 12 runs, six hits. They probably, you know, I mean, they probably sc- could have scored nine or ten. Uh, before the before the uh, Red Sox right. came back there and two, been right that game, loaded, but... two bases loaded, two bases loaded, two times yeah. they had
1: bases loaded and didn't come away with anything. Yeah, that's rough. That hurt and, a little bit too, but... tough to watch,
0: yeah. Because I mean, you you put those you put those three of those four, th- three of those six out there into the into the column, and it's a ten nine game going with Corey Seager up. I mean, I'm, he's probably different. He's probably facing Jansen, and but it doesn't really matter who. Uh, Corey Seager's facing right now. He's hitting the ball hard and hitting the ball hard against yeah. everybody. So, yeah, opposite uh,
1: field, no less. You know, like yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. That that was a shot. Uh, I thought that one. I thought that one was going to be a, a thirty for thirty on the ballparks. Uh, on would it have <laughs> would it go out of the yard or whatever? But it was twenty nine of thirty. That that wall pushed back in Baltimore would have would have still kept that ball.
1: So, where w- was Seager a first round draft pick?
0: Uh, most definitely
1: all right well that's amazing because you know what's coming up next week
0: the the, uh, major league uh, amateur draft
1: that is that is right and if you had been listening to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys we have been talking about the draft uh, at the beginning of most of our shows really up until the last month Uh, and just letting you guys know that july 11th the week of july 11th would be here before you know it And what do you know? It's, it's here. And the Rangers have uh, some good picks in this draft and they've had some really successful drafts over the last couple of years. Um, Especially I believe last year they did. And you can see uh, some of that talent making its way up through the system right now. And if you were subscribed to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys, you would know a lot more about these players. And you would, uh, you'd know about guys that double a, triple a, a ball Dominican summer league last, last time on the show, I mean, we like dug in. We dug deep, man. We were in the Dominican yeah, summer Dominican league, Dominican summer Dim- league all the
0: way. Yeah, all the way to Triple yeah. uh, A. So we Arizona uh, Complex oh, League. Yeah, we were and, all there. And congratulations to the handful of people or so that got to listen to the uh, show for free this afternoon while I had it up for a, a free preview. <laughs> Someone was yeah, listening yeah. to us the night before to, well, yeah. to make sure they were by the dial at two.
1: Yeah, they, they were listening. They somebody somebody was listening to the show while they should have been at work. Uh, probably wasn't. Probably was me.
0: So good for you. So, yeah, good for you. Yeah, good for right. me.
1: <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so down on the farm with the boys. Go check it out. Uh, it's on our Spotify page, or you can check it out on our website, Texas Rangers with dot com.
0: Oh, and.
1: Ways. There it is. And uh, yeah, so make us your one-stop shop for all things Rangers organization-wide. And let's get into the preview for this national series. Before we jump into that, I want to say this. We can, we, can, we can go into the all-star break, which I feel like this team needs the all-star break a little bit right now. But we can go in on a winning note. Uh, this Washington team has not been that good all year long. Uh, and also believe there's a couple players that you're wanting to get an eye on uh, firsthand uh, in their bullpen so, yeah, a I, guys, so a lot yeah, of I'm young guys,
0: a lot of young guys. I don't know exactly how available those guys are, but, uh, tomorrow, uh, what, or tonight, tonight, Friday right. night, Trevor Williams will uh, be going for the nationals. Uh, he's kind of a journeyman at this point. Uh, he's been around the, the big leagues for several years now, uh, was with the pirates for a little while and was sent, uh, I think he he spent a year with the Cubs and then they traded him to the Mets and then he had a, now he's with the nationals so he's he's been guy he's just kind of a journeyman you know i mean he'll log some innings for you. I don't think he's quite uh um Jordan Lyles, but um you know kind of that mold you know like so a guy that you can get to and then the Rangers are countering with the uh, Cody Bradford, who's going to get a, a return of the rotation for Martin Perez. They're going to they're gonna let Martin Perez, and, you know, this is something that uh, I asked on Twitter. I was kind of wondering if the Rangers were going to, like, come out of the All-Star break with him, like, as the fifth starter uh, and or the fifth guy in the rotation there, and then use this time as an a injury stint, And he just misses the one start and you get to add a relief pitcher for this series or something like that. You retroact it, activate it back to the last day that he pitched and then he can come off of the DL on Wednesday or whatever of next week and, and make that start. Content. But well, I don't know. You know who knows if that's what Man, they're gonna do or yeah. not. Uh, you know, hats off what... to
1: you for what, all that stuff you just said there, <laughs> because like so convoluted. But but I but you know what you're saying, and the our, our um, educated or more educated than me. Audience knows what you're saying, but I know I know what you're getting at. Um and and um, you know that they're doing what they got to do for these guys. I think Bradford. I think Bradford's earned another start, and I think I'm pretty excited to see what he did
0: to the. Yeah, I like the idea of him taking one start here and letting Martin Perez get some rest. And Martin Perez started, he was the earliest guy because he was pitching for uh, Team Venezuela. So he made starts, Mm -hmm. you know, way before the season, was competitive starts Mm -hmm. way before the season even started. So, um, but the Saturday afternoon, it's a 3.05, I believe. And the uh, Mm -hmm. Nationals, they're going to send Jake Irving to the mound. Um, when we previewed the A's, we uh, back in February, we talked about Jake Irvin as a guy that was going to get log innings for the A's, and he gets sent to the Nationals. And uh, he's logged innings, but, you know, I mean, hasn't been super great for him. I think he's been up and down a little bit with the minor league squad. And, uh, you know, the, the Rangers, they'll have Heaney back and uh, Heaney will make that start on Saturday for the Rangers, and like I said, the three o five game, and then an eleven o five Central Time start on Sunday, and uh, mm. it, it's the it's the Peacock game, so mm. you can't watch it anywhere but on on the the Peacock, the NBC's okay uh, app, yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's where I watch my WWE so... at. That's uh, well, Parks and Rec bucks. for me, but Parks and Rec in that 70s show, which the are office, two of my favorite. Yeah, that I, don't, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. But Sunday, That's That's uh, Patrick. Uh, oh, well, we all have them. We all have them. Uh, Patrick Corbin. Um, we've He's all kind of okay. seen what Patrick Corbin's done the last several years. Is This has actually been his best year in three or four years. So. Um, but he'll be he'll be challenged uh, Sunday by Dane Dunning, and well, Dane Dunning's been fantastic. We've talked about it all year, and I think he kind of was a uh, All Star Game snub, but he should go into the All Star Game um, pretty close to uh, being eligible for the ERA lead or the uh, ERA. He'll be in that, so, so he'll be eligible for it. But. Yeah,
1: yeah. Rangers need some pitching help. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully
0: it happens sooner than later.
1: Yep. Well, I don't know if we got anything else. I think we're ready to ride off into the weekend, uh, and hopefully, come out of the weekend with a Rangers series win.
0: Yeah, that's what we're that's what we're looking for. I think they're going to take two or three at least in Washington, and and get things going a little bit.
1: Yeah, I I, I want to predict a bad like in my heart but the me that that just the pragmatic my my pragmatic side just I, I can't do it go ahead and go with that too I'm gonna stick with uh with a. Uh, am not even I don't even think I'm playing it safe I I, I think it's a, a that's just like my legit think that if they can get two or three in this series I think that's a huge win for this team that none of their horses are going out there terms of, I mean, I guess you could say Dane Dunning, but none of you know none of their frontline guys are going out there to to pitch. So, uh, and and one other good point that you made, and, and we don't have to belabor the point, but I, it's something I hadn't thought about was that yeah, maybe Martin Perez is getting a little worn down. I mean, I hadn't thought it; I totally forgot about the that he had pitched in the World Baseball Classic, and he had kind of had like that accelerated type spring training because he was throwing a lot. Yeah, of the remember when when I was there? Um, yeah.
0: On opening day, he was already throwing live VP to hitters.
1: Yeah, yeah, to Sandy Leone. I remember now. Yeah. It, it brought me back to that. I, I remember like when, like, no, I didn't even thought about that. Um, that that is a great that is a great point. So so maybe you know maybe and that's actually like honestly like if if Martín Perez is just a little bit tired and worn down, I, I think that's actually great <laughs> that that it maybe he's a little tired and maybe it's nothing wrong with his arm or nothing wrong. Yeah. Maybe he's gotten a little
0: more work. He's a, he's a little and, bit of a, he's a veteran. Yeah. So. And he possibly could have gotten a little bit uh, off with his mechanics and that could have been the, the, uh, the velocity dip. And, you know, I mean, if anybody's going to notice it, it'll be Evaldi Evaldi in the, in the pin with him. So, uh, you know, they've got the, they've got the uh, ability to pull guys out of that. And, you know, I mean, let's hope that uh, Martín Perez, for the sake of this thing, is back strong in the second half, and and we get a, a we second half, a, a strong second half from him.
1: Yeah, we need him because the first part of the season he was he was stellar, and we were even, he was sitting up there with Jake Degrom, with you know in in pitcher war. So so we could we I would love to get a healthy, confident uh, Martín Perez back into that rotation. So. I'm ready to take it home if you are, buddy.
0: Let's do it. Let's get out of here. We'll see everybody on Monday when we've got uh, all kinds of Rangers Nationals and preview the Home Run Derby and all the stuff that we'll be doing that on Monday.
1: Yeah, we'll get a t- get some time to take a break from uh, division races and just enjoy some some baseball during the All-Star break. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, us uh, out on social media, TXRangersWTB. Don't forget to subscribe. Sub- and our website, sorry, I got ahead of myself there. Don't forget to check out our website, texasrangerswiththeboys.com. Don't forget to all subscribe to our ex- – all one word. There it is. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content, ninety nine Spotify, or on our website. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. You guys have a great weekend. We will catch up with you guys on Monday. This is Texas – we are signing out.